is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota whose luck may have just run out. Leprechaun. It's out. It's out of the crate. Happy St. Patrick's Day from Horror on the Rocks. On tonight's episode, Frank and Joe visit the best before they were famous horror roles and review 1993's Leprechaun. They're coming for you, Barbara. One of them now. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Hey, Frank. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, we're back. And uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone that is listening right now. Yes, everyone, because we have a lot of new listeners. New Hopefully, we have a, we have a lot more. Uh, we, our our social media reach has tripled, doubled, quadrupled yes. uh, recently. So maybe we have some new listeners. If so, welcome to uh, your first episode of the show. Yeah. Um, every week we will be reviewing a movie and then kind of debating a list that's related to that movie in some way. Right. Um, tonight we'll be talking about Leprechaun in honor of St. Patrick's Day, Oof. starring a very young Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And with the podcast, if this is your first time tuning in, we also have a drink on the rocks, um, hence the title. Though yeah. today I'm actually, once again, I'm not drinking yeah, anything Yeah, we're on both kind of breaking the rules. But and uh, so are you. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay. But, uh, it's so our podcast. We it, do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> so we're reviewing Leprechaun, and then in honor of uh, a very young Jennifer Aniston starring in this movie, pre-Friends, pre-everything uh, we know yeah. her for, we're going to talk about a list of before-they-were-famous horror roles. So. Yes. Actors and that uh, got a, got their start in horror, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, and shout out to my friend Kathy, who is a devoted listener. She suggested Leprechaun um, in time for St. Patrick's oh, Day. Boy. So, uh, so we have Kathy to, to either thank or blame <laughs> for this. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll dive into <laughs> yeah. that. So Frank, first off, tell me what you're drinking yes. over there. As we start all episodes, I am having a Victory Homegrown Dry Hop Lager. It's a beer I've had quite a few times it is a nice little uh it's a nice beer it's not too hoppy it's a good like summertime beer which doesn't go with the freezing cold march weather we're having right, right. now but i do enjoy it quite a bit yeah whatever what about you, whatever you can do to sort of lie to yourself <laughs> and make it seem like it's not as disgusting what about you joe i'm drinking a miss pillion river brewing weiss city beer it's a sour beer and it's a brewery in Delaware that I had the pleasure of visiting uh, a few weekends ago. It's a really cool, funky spot. And I'm not huge on sour beers, but this one is really nice. And I'm drinking it out of my B. Arthur <laughs> pint glass. Every, everything um, is, is uh It's different. Last time I had the uh, Betty White one. It's a, oh. whole, it's a set of four. So I'm going to do my best to kind of rotate them all. Gotcha. Through, so. Joe, I have a surprise. It's not a surprise you're going to be happy about. What's your surprise? In honor of St. Patrick's Day. Oh, And the fact no. that I can never get you to drink whiskey with me oh, on the show. Oh, no. <laughs> I have brought some Irish Catholic Jameson oh, whiskey. look at the time, Frank. Oh, what do you know? I, I have two shot glasses, too. I gotta go. I gotta go wash oh, my hair. Here we go. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's going to be a lovely St. Patrick's Day. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Pat's, Joe. Oh, man. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Woo! Okay. That's the good stuff. So, <laughs> um, 
Joe's be- gonna go take a nap. <laughs> before we get into our uh, before we get into our list tonight, um, we got a little horror news to talk about. Yeah, lay it on us. What do you yeah, got? Yeah, first, unfortunately, on a sad note, uh, Luke Perry just died yesterday. Yeah, which is super sad. Rest I will peace. I will always remember him as Pike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I remember thinking he was so cool. Mm. He had a soul patch. He had a motorcycle. He was this bad boy, you know, assisting Buffy in her vampire killing yeah. uh, career. And uh, if next time we're like, what movie should we do next? I think we should do Buffy because is that, a, is that a horror movie though? I mean, it's vampires in it. Yeah, but there's like comedies. With yeah, vampires. it's a know. horror comedy. Yeah, for sure. So after doing Leprechaun, like I feel like anything's fair game. <laughs> like, why do we even have any rules or standards? Yeah. So yeah, uh, what else do you got in terms of the news? Since uh, since we last spoke, the Child's Play trailer actually came out. We got our first look at Aubrey Plaza as yeah. Karen Barclay, Andy. The cop is played by Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Uh, don't um, know his character's name, but yeah, so yeah. the trailer looks cool. Yeah, um, I'm excited for it. There, Another trailer came out for a movie called Ma, which you guys have all probably seen with Octavia Spencer. Yeah, I posted it on our Instagram, yeah. so she plays this woman that... Um, buys beer for some teenagers, I guess, and is like, yeah, come to my house, I'm cool, um, no worries. And then she kind of just develops this obsession with them and goes berserk, but she yeah. like, befriends the kid's parents, and I think there's actually history with the parents and, yeah. and Ma, but anything with Octavia Spencer in it is awesome, but seeing her just play like an unhinged, kind of psychotic... Definitely a new role, role for her. In a horror movie, yeah. yeah. She was in Halloween... To the Rob yeah. Zombie reboot. She was in that one, she? She was a nurse in maybe the opening scene, like a very minor role. So yeah. she's like dipped into horror, but this is obviously like a starring vehicle. So I am stoked. I think without her in it, I would probably chalk it up as, eh, something I'll, you know, I'll catch it on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. But, but uh, with her in it, I'll give her a shot. Right. Like you would and, think uh, she would pick, you know, like... She yeah, has, I mean she's a you know she's a real established actor. Yeah, so she has um, the choice. To do what and, she wants. But this is not her only thing, you know, foot uh, toe in the horror pool, so oh to speak. Oh my gosh! She just got added to the cast for that witches remake that yeah. you're so excited I'm about. Rereading the book right now. Oh really? And I am a 31 year old person reading the witches, which is totally geared towards children. I'm on the bus <laughs> with this book out and. I kind of look around, I'm like, oh, I wonder what this looks like. <laughs> and I'm like, who is this guy? But I don't yeah. care. Um, I love, I, I've enjoyed rereading it. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to have her in the sequel, or the uh, remake. Yeah, me. yeah. I mean, um, that cast is loaded. Um, yeah. So something I wanted to talk to you about is um, Haunting of Hill House, which I love that show on Netflix. We yeah. mentioned, you mentioned it a while ago. So season two is actually going to be coming out. Um, and it's going to be more of an anthology type series. So yeah. it's going to be a new story, new setting. Uh, the sequel's called bah, 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 Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. And it's based on a short story from 1898 called The Turn of the Screw. So you can look that up if you want. I love season one of Haunting of Hill House. Excited to see what they do with yeah. season two. Um, I'm always weary when they do this. Like True Detective, first season was so good, yeah. and then the next season was you know completely new cast, completely new story, trying to like have the same you know vibe to it, but it was like really terrible. But I'm I'm keeping an open mind, and I am excited to hopefully uh, they'll do something as good you know as the first season of Hill House because yeah. that was just that was so much fun. I would love to see the original cast come back and kind of like American Horror Story where they play, play all different characters. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't want to 
say goodbye to them officially. I want to like see them in some capacity. So. Yeah. Do you have any uh, other news? Yeah. So uh, I uh, recently A24, which is just doing all the movies I want to see lately, uh, has released it. They are remaking, they're doing kind of like a contemporary take on Rosemary's Baby called False Positive. And it's starring and written by Alana Glazer from Broad City. That's so cool. Who I guess she's got a lot of time on her hands now that the show's coming to an end. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I totally sign up for a horror I'm... comedy featuring written by Alana Glazer. I love her so much in Broad City. She is awesome, and I'm very curious to see her in a... I don't know if this is going to be like a horror comedy, like you said, or just like straight-up horror suspense, but just in a very different kind of role. Um, It's hard to imagine her in any role that doesn't have a slight... You know, uh, comedic aspect to it, but it's like Aubrey Plaza doing. The yeah, I'm sure. Remake, you know? I'm this, sure she'll have some... have some of her, you know, sarcasm and whatnot. But yeah. it's definitely, you know, not a comedy. It's a horror movie. So. Yeah. And the last piece of horror news I wanted to talk about is the trailer for Ari Aster's follow up to Hereditary. Midsummer came out today. Joe, beyond excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. Does the spelling of it bother you though a little bit? Maybe it's, there's a reason. Yeah, I'm it, sure it is. But it's not spelled like summer. How? Yeah, like, it's, uh, it's it's like S O O M M A R. Maybe. Like, what is this? The trailer has a very sort of Wicker Man or that movie on Netflix, Apostle vibe, where you know these people go to this maybe an island somewhere secluded with a cult of some sort, and there's this, like a ritual. Of yeah, some sort. everyone's like something a little. Going t- on. There's like this scary leader who's like a little too chipper and there's something off it also appears and this is like something we could do a list of these sometime because they're always wild movies it looks like a horror movie where a large part of it is going to take place in broad daylight which is in stark contrast to hereditary where everything was very dark and at night and whatever this you know the the yeah. the way they've kind of designed the promotional stuff for this movie is it's it's springtime and there's flowers and they're in the sun in the field so i am i'm super excited to see what they do it's with funny that. you mentioned that because like the first half of leprechaun is actually during the day it whatever is. that's worth it so, is um, uh, but anyway let's uh so that was the last news story. yes cool yes. all really interesting things to look out for um, and with that being said, let's get into our list. So yeah. Like Frank mentioned, this is Jennifer Aston's first film. This is her film debut. I mean, it's a debut, all right? <laughs> and obviously, she's <laughs> gone off to do very well for herself, but Lepre- hey, y'all got to start somewhere. Yeah. So Leprechaun 1993 has a very young Jennifer Aniston, which got us thinking about before they were famous horror roles. Yes. Who are some really famous actors now, or well-known actors, yeah. who started out um, in a horror movie? And what was that movie? And yeah. uh, take it away. What's your first I, one? So my first one, because I've had Buffy the Vampire Slayer... on the brain with Luke Perry passing away. Uh, There is a cameo in that from a pre-Dazed and Confused Pre Goodwill Hunting, Ben Affleck. He's on the uh, he's on the basketball team that the school plays as you know the vampires start to take over. Yeah, and uh, I, it's not his film debut, but it is well before Ben Affleck was Ben Affleck. So uh, that's okay. my first one. What, what about you? So my first one is uh, because we said we were going to do this movie today, Nightmare on Elm Street. We haven't. We'll do it yes. next week, right? Next week, yes. Nightmare on Elm Street. Or, yeah. Sorry, watch next, Nightmare on next Elm next Street. Week. Yeah. Um, but it was Johnny Depp's film debut in yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. And mm-hmm. there's this um, epic death scene with him in the bed. And uh, yeah, it's where he started out. So, yep. um, and he's still doing his thing. And uh, yeah, 
Yeah. The uh, the next one I have is one that I've actually talked about on this show uh, because I love it as, a, as, as one of the best kill scenes in the movie is Kevin Bacon is in the uh, uh, 1980 original Friday the 13th. Again, I don't think it's his film debut, but it's it's yeah. pre-Footloose. It's pre-everything we one know Kevin Bacon for. One of his first movie roles. Yeah. What about uh, you, number so two? So because she pops up in almost every podcast, Chloe Grace Moretz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was in Amityville Horror, the remake from uh, 2005. Oh, she yeah. Played- she She's a little girl. She played the little kid. So mm-hmm. uh, that was her debut. And actually, we mentioned this, I think, last time. She's in that movie Greta that just came out recently. Yeah. So oh, by the way. She's I dabbling s- the horror here and there. Yeah. I saw, saw that it? movie. Don't give it away because I do want to see I, I it. Won't, I won't give it away, but you don't need to rush to the theaters for it. Okay. Maybe <laughs> we should make that one that we do. Yeah, yeah. But, I yeah. mean, we, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, if you ever hear this, come on the show. We talk about you every episode. Yeah. It's like six degrees of Chloe Grace Moretz every week on, on the show. Yeah. So so my last one, because I've done two already, um, this one I wanted to dive, it's something that most people have probably never seen or even heard of. Okay. Uh, again, not his film debut, but well before everything he was famous for, Jim Carrey stars in a bad vampire comedy where he's a, a teenager that gets bit and then is trying to like go on his regular life um okay. uh you know tr- without like you know as he's becoming a vampire it's called once bitten it's terrible i loved it as a kid watched it a couple years ago it was like oh my god this wow. movie is bad but was uh that his yeah. first movie? it was not his first okay. movie but or i like mean one it's, of his first. it's before ace ventura pet detective it's before in living color it's before yeah. everything that uh we know jim carrey for i mean he's young in it he's probably i mean if he could be a teenager but yeah. he's at most you know in his early 20s that's fine but uh what's your third one so i'm going off track a little bit here because this is not a movie role but this person that i'm going to talk about was in an early episode of one of my favorite shows growing up are you afraid of the dark and the name of the episode is tale of the stone soup do you know what episode i'm thinking of no okay it has a very young nev campbell in it Ned Campbell was on Are You Afraid of the Dark? 1994. So this was before Scream, about a year or two before Scream. And I don't know, this may be before Party of Five, not positive. But it's this great episode where she's a, uh, a waitress at a restaurant and there's this kind of secret chamber. And this restaurant is known for this soup that's like amazing. Everyone wants some of this soup. And everyone's like, what's the secret ingredient? The owner won't say. Find out that the secret ingredient is fear. <laughs> Fear? And there's this chamber where if you get stuck in it and this like gargoyle thing lights up and it knows what you're afraid of. And as you're just like freaking out in this room, somehow your fear like comes <laughs> like the essence comes out and like that's then somehow packaged. And, Did and, you rewatch and, this or do you have this vivid of a memory? Oh, of I haven't rewatched this in years and years. <laughs> that's unbelievable. But, oh, it's so good. But Nev Campbell is one of the main characters in it. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah and there are th- so those are our lists there are lots more out there one thing not not a film debut or anything just something as i was doing my research today did you realize that in the beginning of sixth sense the guy that's in the bathroom that we you know we later find out uh shoots uh bruce willis do you know that's donnie Wahlberg? no from the saw movies mark Wahlberg's brother no yeah it's donnie Wahlberg. wait so bruce willis gets shot in the sixth sense yeah sorry you're, you're wait, only, is he dead what you're what? only 25 the whole years late to that movie <laughs> um, all right guys so um and gals this brings us into leprechaun oh god leprechaun, <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> frank 
Um, I've never seen this movie. This is the first time I've actually watched it. You've you... never seen this movie? No, because this is from 93, so oh, I was too man. busy watching Mrs. Doubtfire all the time. <laughs> I almost put this on my list of horror movies that really scared me growing up. Joe, this movie gave me a very real fear of this leprechaun that I carried with me for a long time. Yeah. Like some this nightmare of him trying to bite me in the ankles has like stayed with me in a very real way. Yeah. And uh, as a kid, I could see this being a traumatic film to watch. A little um, bit, a little bit. But how was it like as an adult? Uh, uh, not only unscary, but downright unentertaining. Ooh. Holy cow. You know, this is one of those movies where, I was so productive because I wasn't paying attention anymore and I had a separate browser up and I was paying bills. I was checking, you know, some other things, looking at the weather. I got so much done and I was like, wait, the movie is still playing. Yeah. That's how unenjoyable and terrible this film was. Did, did you at least Ooh. listen to my instructions this time and stream it for free? This movie's avail available yeah. for free on a number of different kind of streaming sites online right now. So if you do decide to uh, watch The Leprechaun, uh, if you have not already, if you want to uh, listen to it after this episode, you don't need to pay for it. Which, yeah. by the way, if you, you are... just pay for it with your time. You'll <laughs> yeah. never get back. You never get back. minutes or if, so. Um, if, I will say, Valentine... Valentine is like Citizen Kane next it to this movie. It makes it look so <laughs> great compared. Just I mean, amazing. Anything, I guess now we have a new bar. I think last time we said Valentine is like the low bar when we were yeah. rating movies. Now on this scale, we have Leprechaun, which mm -hmm. is like bottom of the yeah. barrel trash. It's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. I'm sorry. Um, so, no offense to Jennifer Aniston or the other actors or no, creators of this but, movie. You know, we I love Jennifer Aniston, but man, this movie. So... Walk us through it, Frank. Yeah. How does this movie get set up? Um, <laughs> so, uh, th this movie came out in 19... Uh, 93. This movie came out in 1993. The setup By the way, of this it was story, the first movie released in 93. Like January in 1 or something? 93, yeah. Oh my God. It was also the top earning movie of the year. Yeah. No way! <laughs> oh God. Got me. Got oh. me again with your fake news, Joe. It's that Jameson, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um... So the only two famous people in this movie are really Jennifer Aniston, who plays Tori, and the actor that plays the Leprechaun, um, who, What's his name? Uh, Warwick Davis, okay. who, before this movie, he was in Willow and Labyrinth and has been in, in tons of stuff. Um, yeah. You would never recognize him from the makeup that apparently took hours to put on, but uh, if you if you saw him without the makeup on, you'd yeah. definitely recognize him. Um, so the, the movie opens with... Uh, the O'Grady. The O'Grady. Mr. O'Grady, who is just hammer drunk like far drunker yeah. than we've ever been on the show was he drinking jameson <laughs> getting he, some flashbacks as i look at this bottle. he shows up at home super hammered with a bag of, with with gold i was trying to understand this so he has a crate that has an urn in it and in that urn is a leprechaun's gold that he got when he went to a to ireland he was in ireland to bury his mother yeah and when he returns with the urn his wife Mrs. O'Grady says, oh, you brought your mother back, like, in the urn. I thought you were going to bury her or whatever. And then that's how it sets us Yeah, and then he smashes it. He's yeah. like, oh, what yeah. are you doing? 
<laughs> yeah. And he's uh, like, so what's he say? I captured this leprechaun and I took his, or no, I captured this leprechaun. I made him take me to his gold. I got it. This is it. And then suddenly the leprechaun's in their house. Yeah. And I guess. Or because he's in a, he's locked up in a trunk in the basement. He's locked up in a trunk. And I guess Mr. Grady stole this money because, you know, it's going to bring him good fortune or whatever. It's going to make their lives so much better. So yeah, ultimately he, he steals this money or the, yeah, the coins from the leprechaun and that gets the leprechaun pissed. And I guess there's this whole thing where. You know, the leprechaun is going to enact revenge. So the opening lines of the movie, did you get this? <laughs> try as they will, try as they might, who steals me gold won't live through the night. <laughs> and so that is just explaining exactly what this leprechaun is going to do to Mr. O'Grady. Yeah. Um, so first he ends up killing Mrs. O'Grady? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even kill Mr. O'Grady at this point. Yeah, and so he, he kills Mrs. O'Grady. She never stole the, the, the coins. Why? No. Totally. There's a lot of innocent, innocent bystanders in this movie. Yeah. But anyway, Mr. O'Grady like pulls a gun on the leprechaun, and this is the first thing that's absolutely ridiculous in this movie. Mr. O'Grady is then like disabled by stomach pain. Yeah. Like, it, the leprechaun doesn't bite him as he bites many people in this movie or yeah. scratch them like he scratches many people in this movie. He's just kind of like, you know, Darth Vader reaches out, before him, and Mr. O'Grady's like, yeah. and falls to the ground. He has, yeah. Aggressive cut forward right. to Jennifer Aniston, who is, uh, you know, in the mountains somewhere, who which th she thinks may be New Mexico, but she's actually supposed to be in North Dakota. She's in North Dakota. How do you mix those two places up? <laughs> like, didn't you know, like, when you came from Los Angeles that you were going to North Dakota? Yeah. Not New Mexico? So she's visiting her dad. Who has bought a total bought... shithole, for yeah. no lack of a better So it ends up being the O'Grady house. So you yeah. got it really cheap somehow. Um, and she's there visiting him for the summer. Were you getting very Rachel Green vibes from um, Friends here? I feel like I was Rachel Green being Jennifer is I. That's, that's her, Jennifer. Have you, watched Friends? Have you watched Friends? Yeah. Oh, I know her name's Who Rachel. Are? Who are? Yeah. I know her name's Rachel. So she plays Rachel, and I feel like this character Tori. I don't know. It's getting like very Rachel-y vibes, yeah. but um, yeah. So she wants nothing to do with this old decrepit house. It's got you know, it's filled with spider webs in the basement. There's no cable. There's no. Um, there's nothing to really do there. She's just really dreading this. But then she sees like the hot painter guy yeah, with like yeah. the bulging arm. What's his name? Nathan, I think. Yeah, yeah. that cha that changes everything for her. <laughs> so she's like, oh, maybe I do want to stay here yeah. now. Oh yeah, one thing I, I forgot to say in the kind of setup part of the movie yeah. is the the Mr. O'Grady ends up detaining the leprechaun in the basement of his house because he, he nails like a wood like mailing crate shut and then he just places a four-leaf clover on top and the strength of the four-leaf clover mr o'grady says is gonna keep the leprechaun in the box yeah i didn't know that four-leaf clovers are lethal the leprechauns i, I don't know if that's like i don't think the they folklore, are but this movie plays on that that's like their big thing I, I when it was happening i was like so this movie is just acting as though leprechauns are to four-leaf clovers the way vampires are to crosses yeah like he he shows it to him and he's like oh god no well, like, yeah when he's holding the gun <laughs> in one hand he has has a four-leaf clover in the other. And it's the most ridiculous combination of, of weapons, if you want to call it four-leaf clover weapon, but as he's, like, holding it up to the leprechaun. So, yeah, apparently four-leaf clovers do the trick. Um, so, yeah, so the leprechaun's locked up in that in that crate trunk. So then we fast-forward ten years later, um, still in the basement, and uh, we see Nathan, who is a house painter. He yeah. has his brother, who's just, like, a, 
What's his name? Okay, let's let's Al- talk Al- about their outfit Alex. a little bit, right? Alex. Their business is called. Hang on, I wrote it down. Oh yeah, me too. It's called Three Guys That Paint. Mm-hmm. I think it is. It is. It's yeah. very specific. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it consists of it well. Hunky Nathan, Ozzy, who is, I don't know if he's mentally disabled or if he's had an accident or is in some other way like fictionally simple but we'll get to the discussion yeah. that alex and ozzy have about surgery later oh yeah i think yeah. i zoned out at that point yeah so but. it's it's hunky nathan ozzy who's a grown adult but like very childish right. and then alex who is a child but acts very adult very she, he acts like ozzy's you know older brother for you know for the circumstances and it becomes very very clear in this movie that it's going to have like a thematic lesson the way a children's movie does and that lesson Lesson is going to be some mixture of like greed and money aren't the road to happiness and young people kind of abandoning their innocence for a, for a pursuit of money. Mm. It's, it's one of the things that as well, you, you get into the movie, this You make movie, the movie sound way more deep. Well, they, and giving it way too it's much not credit. deep. Like it couldn't be more on the nose. They literally slap you in the face with like this movie's about teaching you the greed is bad. Like at one point uh, the dad says to Jennifer Aniston, "Honey, you really think that money all you, is all you need to get by in this life?" Yeah. And my favorite one is when she Teachable initially <laughs> when she initially meets the hunky painter, Nathan, she bumps him and he spills paint thinner that he's carrying. And she immediately goes, "Oh," and hands him hands him money from her purse. And he's like offended. He's like, "Money? Yeah. Can't you just say Thank you. Like that's of more value to me. And you're just like, oh my god! Like Did you feel like you're watching Full House almost. It is. These, like, it is like a, a Full House esque theme yeah. in an R-rated movie where there's blood everywhere. Like um, so, yeah. So Nathan was hired along with Alex and Ozzy to paint the house. And you notice how bizarre the colors were too. <laughs> they were painting it was the like, house like it was like, it was like sky blue. And, and then, fire engine red. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is like maybe, I don't know, a nursery color. Like, where would you paint? If you were to paint those colors anywhere, I wouldn't expect it to be on the outside of a house. If anything, maybe the inside or, or a certain room. But like, like, maybe a house that, like, a person that is a clown lives in and, like, <laughs> takes it way too seriously I, and wants to paint their house like a clown. Because it looks, it looks absurd. It's yeah. like, it's not the kind of red or blue you've ever seen on a house before. It's like primary color, red right. and blue. <laughs> it's very, yeah unflattering so they're uh working on the house and they're terrible at it they're just like slapping paint around like they don't have they don't even have rollers they're yeah. painting they're gonna paint this house with brushes alex the kid goes uh i could go for a beer right now mind <laughs> you the kid's like 10 if that yeah um, so they're doing a horrible job painting and then ozzy gets paint on him so he has to go into the basement for some reason i guess like wash up or like, clean himself off yeah and then that leads us to the confrontation with the box that yeah. the leprechaun's in. And he the lep- knocks the clover off, which takes the the magical powers off of the box. Is that why? Is okay. it is it him that knocks it off? It might have actually been earlier in the movie. Movie after Jennifer Aniston decides she's staying because she's interested in Nathan. She tries to like bring him lemonade in the basement, yeah. and they end up knocking the the clover off. It pops out. It attacks Ozzy in the basement. 
he you know runs upstairs to tell them there's a leprechaun in the basement there's but a leprechaun. we they even establish like early on earlier on ozzy tells alex something and alex like ozzy you're making up stories again so they've already established him as someone that people like would not don't take trust. seriously and yeah. not that you could take someone seriously who said there's a leprechaun in the basement well won't <laughs> like, you think twice now after yeah. seeing this movie like, I, joe this movie made me think many many times about there being a leprechaun in my basement <laughs> i cannot reiterate that enough were you just completely scarred from going to the basement as a kid i mean i don't think it was the basement as much as i remember having nightmares that this leprechaun was gonna bite my ankles like yeah. the way he bites uh nathan in the leg when he's hiding under the jeep later during oh, the yeah, movie just like, yeah just like oh yeah. he's like he's he's low and he's yeah. to the ground and he's got claws and dirty teeth and he bites people in the leg yeah so ozzy's like oh my gosh i saw a leprechaun no one believes him so that the four-leaf clover was keeping him yeah Okay, because that Man, was, you really turned out tuned out well, early. That was my question because <laughs> I know at one point, um, like the leprechaun's magical, he can like cast spells and stuff. So I was yeah. like, well, why can't he just cast a spell out of the box? Because but he's, if the four his clover, vampire cross, he can't. Yes. I'm yeah. Just, so anyway, this when it's far more complex. Than when they go, <laughs> yeah, layers, <laughs> thick layers of Ugh. terrible movie. Um, so Ozzy runs back up outside. At this point in the movie, did you notice that like Nathan, Jennifer Aniston, everybody has like perfectly placed paint splotches, splotches or, on their skin yeah. to look like they've been painting but not like somebody like they don't look like they've been painted yeah. because someone like uh exactly six inches from the last one i'm gonna put another one like right. it looks like they have polka dots yeah um uh, but they see a, a rainbow so they you know they go chase the rainbow to the end and alex and ozzy find uh the leprechaun's gold and they decide they're gonna take one of the coins to like a coin collector and uh get it appraised and while ozzy's <laughs> ozzy's holding the coin and these coins are like they're like the size of a can of beer like yeah. they are half dollars at the very least and he's like i know how to figure out if it's real gold you bite it and ozzy swallows a full like giant irish gold coin yeah that happens i mean <laughs> um that like oh ozzy yeah there he goes again ozzy so yeah, yeah he actually swallows a coin okay um, and, and they're talking about how rich they're going to get and Ozzy is happy be that he's going to be rich because he's going to be able to buy comics every week. Mm -hmm. And then Alex looks at him and goes, and Ozzy, we can finally afford that operation to fix your to brain. To fix your brain. Like, what? Yeah. Like, I I put together that uh, Ozzy might be a um, you know, developmentally delayed or disabled person in some way. Yeah. I think <laughs> what, does Ozzy need a lobotomy? Like, what are they going to do brain surgery to make Ozzy less goofy? Yes. Yeah, so we have some misguided uh, yeah. suggestions here. Yeah. Um, I just, okay, moving along. Yeah. Well, I actually, <laughs> one of the parts, though, during the painting scene that I want to mention is that um, the leprechaun has escaped. And he's kind of crawling around and stuff. And at one point, Nathan's like, oh, I'll be right back. And Jennifer Aniston's character walks up to the truck to get some stuff or whatever. And she feels like a caress, like something like tugging at her ankles. And yeah. she initially thinks it's Nathan. And she's like, oh, oh, Nathan. But Hanging away, out under the what, car. What is caressing what lower would be calf. going on? Like, who, this is the first time they've met, by the way. Yeah. Who in their right mind, if you're going to hit on someone, is going to like go hide under a vehicle? Under a vehicle and then just like slowly and gently caress the ankles. Like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> the uh, fact that she thought that was him, and then she's like, Yeah, Wait. not weird to her because 
she knows what it feels like when a man caresses her leg. Yeah, there was a conversation. That throws her dad for a loop. Yes, yes. When um, she says that. But uh, so then she turns around. She's like, wait, Nathan's over there. So that couldn't have been him touching my ankle. And then the cool thing with the leprechaun, though, is that he can mimic voices really well. Yeah. So they're all like, what was it? And then you hear a cat meowing. And they're like, oh, it must be a cat. But they don't see the cat. But it's the leprechaun let's, making let's the noise of a Let's talk a little bit about... The, the like the, the scope of the leprechaun's magicalness, right? He is he can't he he's he falls victim to four leaf clovers. Yeah. He can uh he can shoot like a laser power out of his hand. Yeah. Um He can carry a tune. I mean he knows like all the nursery. <laughs> I don't know rhymes. if it's a special power, but I feel like but in terms of he can mask his voice and copy voices. Yeah. So he, like in the opening scene of the movie with the O'Grady's, he was um, singing like Mary Had a Little Lamb or something, as if he was like a Mrs. O'Grady thought there was girl. a kid. Yeah, yeah, so he can like just copy voices really well, and he hits all those notes. So yeah. He's very convincing in He that can sense. also teleport. He yeah. he like he he pops in and out of the basement. He can like appear different places. Of course, that coin collector guy he gets killed. The the leprechaun pops out. He's of good his... a pogo stick, as yeah. we saw in that scene. Yeah. Where he, he kills somebody. The leprechaun kills somebody with a pogo Death stick. By pogo stick. All right. So for <laughs> whatever this movie's worth, that one scene, I was like, okay, I've never seen that before. I'll give him. I'll give him something, just a little acknowledgement for the creativity oh, that's you. I mean, he just like pounces or just like jumps over and over again. Oh, this poor guy who yeah, did nothing stabs wrong him by the way. With a pogo stick. Yeah, like he was he's just, like kind of the only ungreedy person that gets killed in the movie. Yeah, like he was just valuing the coin and wanted to hold it overnight. He wasn't the one that stole the coin, but Leprechaun just goes to town on it. Yeah, but like so, you know, and and I think the Leprechaun, the the coin collector, is the first person that gets bitten the leg by the leprechaun which is the basis of my leprechaun driven childhood fears um, oh actually no so jennifer aniston's dad gets bitten in the well, hand he gets bitten in the hand which then leads them to the hospital and then that's how um, alex and ozzy go the coin collector they like yeah. they like leave and it's like conveniently down the block mm-hmm. meanwhile the leprechaun gets there just in the nick of time on his little tricycle yeah and he can just pedal well, like, and then he's you know, in like a motor car at some point yeah it almost looks like a power wheels um <laughs> then he gets pulled over by a cop who he kills obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah so like all these events happen and frank it was just <laughs> it let's was talk hard. a little bit about the dad uh getting his hand bit right yeah he's they what do they think they hear like a raccoon they or think a it's a cat so it's after jennifer it's after but Tori. not their cat just like a cat well yeah i don't know if they have a cat but they don't have they, a cat. they think it's the cat that was stroking that she thought was nathan initially it he was, is he is reaching into a log they hear it coming after, the noise yeah the meowing coming from like an inside of a of tree log what kind of psychopath would do that but this the, cat is not trapped in a tree this is a cat he does not know that is yelling in a log and he digs his arm into the tree and like rifles around in there I'm like see, of course you're gonna get by a cat i could see like you know if you see a cat or an animal and like you want to like try to summon it that's one thing but just stick your hand blindly do you summon it. wild animals joe that's not safe i mean you don't know what i do <laughs> no no but like if you're going rabies to... is a thing joe <laughs> it is i actually learned that you can get a vaccine or like a shot at the health department instead of going to your doctor like a lot of times public health departments will carry that there was just something joe you the... need it apparently you're summoning <laughs> wild animals no, all but... over philadelphia so it's one thing to do that but yeah to just blindly stick your hand <laughs> into a hole and like he goes like, he's up, up shoulder, to his shoulder deep. Though. It's like, all right, buddy. Like, when are you gonna turn around? Like, this can't end well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he gets his hand just like 
chomped on, which yeah. then leads into the hospital. Um, and then I guess next they all come back from the hospital. And this is something that is super bizarre to me. They all like come inside. So it's, it's the entire painting crew, Jennifer Aniston, yeah. like they and, and they're in the house. Was this, oh, and at one point I think Nathan goes like, uh, I'm going to uh, like, I'm going to go check out the bedroom situation. Was the plan for this painting company to stay over with them the whole time? Or did, like, do, do Nathan and the gang go, wow, this has been really crazy. This is a leprechaun biting people. We should stay. <laughs> it's been a like, long day. So let's, I think it was just because of the series of events that happened. It was getting late. So they were like, oh, we're tired. Let's just sleep over. Yeah. But for I, some reason, they end up there. This, so at this point, there's like 45 minutes or so left of the movie, Frank. I was like, you have to be kidding me. I thought the movie was going to be done soon. I kept looking at the time. I was like, wow, not that much time has passed. What else could possibly go on? I thought this last part of the movie was dragged on forever. Joe, it's not the last part of the movie. It's it's all of the movie. Like, it just, it goes, I have my notes in here. I was kind of... This movie is really painful to get going. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind it so much initially, but this, this long, drawn-out portion of the movie where they're all back in the house just kind of going back and forth with the leprechaun man this was hard to get through yeah so, so then, i mean then they start battling the leprechaun yeah. oh at, at somewhere around this point in the movie is we learn what i think is kind of the last uh, magical rule that applies to this leprechaun yeah. is he can't leave shoes unpolished oh yeah they they come back home from the hospital and he's <laughs> laid all the shoes out on the table and they're like that's weird all the shoes are on the table and polished. So at one point in the movie, they need to make like a break for it in the Jeep and they just hurl shoes at him. Not yeah. to hit him because not because he's going to stop and shine them, which is one of the few memories I actually had of this movie was there's a leprechaun that will bite me in ankles, yeah. but if I can throw shoes at him, I might be able to get away. Okay, so you were prepared to fend off a leprechaun <laughs> at the beat. So this movie yeah. actually ta- assuming, this, movie, this movie taught you things, if anything. Assuming that these are universal leprechaun rules that I was completely unaware of yeah. like so um anything else stand out from that last leg of the movie well i, I guess the way it kind of climaxes is they uh the, the coin he gets a coin from the coin collector and at that point we realize that there's 100 coins he's like ah one down 99 to go they realize he wants his gold he wants his gold maybe we can get rid of him yeah. so alex gives him the bag of gold and they're like we should be fine he we gave him the gold back and then we see him counting it there's one missing at this point i was like Oh my god, maybe Ozzy's gonna get his stomach ripped open. Uh-oh. Like that that might be the only thing that's saved this movie. But uh no, and they realize it too. They realize that he's holding out for this one last coin from Ozzy. They've also visited Mr. O'Grady at some point, who's told them that He was at the hospital conveniently, wasn't he? Well, no, they no, went to visit him in like an old folks' home. They I had think. time somehow to go visit him, that's right. Yeah. And, and then uh, he's later dead. He's like dead in the elevator when they're visiting. Yeah, he's just like hanging in the elevator. Uh, head first and has a little moment with Tori and uh, I think at one point she's like do you need help there or like I get you down it's like yeah he's probably not doing well he probably needs help but he's like no I'm like gone just like leave me or something yeah just okay I'll move on yeah it's pretty (laughs) anticlimactic and uh, I guess I think the climax is well Mr. O'Grady tells him a four-leaf clover will kill him, you know, or some something right. like that. Throws the uh, four-leaf clover in a shotgun, I think, yeah. and bang, pops one at the leprechaun, knocks him down the well, and then, and here's another thing I don't understand. 
they fill the well with gasoline and the the well explodes when they throw a match down there and it collapses yeah. the well and the movie ends so abruptly like there's no there is not like a significant like at, like even they wanted it to By the end. time you get to the explosion, you've got maybe 90 seconds left in the movie. And, and they're they like, oh, like... we're safe. And then the leprechaun's voice like echoes, movie ends. Yeah. Boom. Movie over. They were like, what did we make here? We need to just <laughs> end yeah. it quickly and get out of here. I, uh, I learned in watching this movie that the worse the movie is, I guess this is knowledge that started to develop with Valentine and has grown into this, is the the worse the movie is without becoming ironically popular, uh, the less there is on the internet about it. So all I could find was that it cost them a million to make this movie. They made almost nine in the box office, yeah, so they, which is actually a good you know a good bad. return for a smaller budget movie. And uh, initially it was supposed to be a straight horror film, but uh, Warwick Davis incorporated comedic elements that changed the tone of the movie. Interesting. Um, Did you know there were six sequels? I knew there were a lot. Six, Frank. I knew there Why? were like two or three, Why? and then I think two that are, one's like in the hood, and another one's Return to the Hood. So Leprechaun And then he goes the, to space, right? Yeah, so Leprechaun 4, he's in space. Leprechaun in the Hood features Ice-T from Law & Order SVU. I mean, he's someone else, maybe. I don't know yeah. what, if he did a lot of movies And there's a that, sequel but... to The Hood one, too, because there's a Leprechaun back to The Hood. Yeah. And I think last year they did a Leprechaun Revisited movie that's supposed to pick up 25 years after uh, the first one. So I guess mm, uh, pretending mm, that he did not mm, go mm. to space and The Hood twice. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, Leprechaun lives yeah. on. So the director apparently was inspired by a Lucky Charms commercial. <laughs> yeah, when he yeah. created the character. I think that went into the the process of creating this Which character. Which like okay, that way to just like name a yeah. leprechaun. Like yeah. <laughs> these leprechauns don't have anything in common. Which got me thinking. I like breakfast cereals uh-huh. and there's a lot out there. A lot of them have mascots. What other movies could you think of that would be cool? If they were inspired by another serial mascot, like oh what would be God. your 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 oh creation for a horror movie? I I based on a, a like inspired ma- by. I'm a yeah. horror writer, and like we have the leprechaun from Lucky Charms. <laughs> like what what are you hmm. doing? What's your? Take? I, I think I need What's a second to think about. Do you? I feel like you have one of these ready yeah. to go. So what, what I are, was thinking. Give, of, give me an idea of what what you're talking. about I was about thinking here. of Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Okay, from Rex Krispies. Uh huh. And like. A deep, dark psychological movie where, like, these three, I think they're brothers. They're bakers. In my movie, they're brothers. Yeah. And they are in the baking business and, like, they're hitting tough times. So um, they have to, like, keep the business going. And where are they going to bake? And they start baking. Like really disturbing things, or using disturbing ingredients in in their in their products that snap, crackle, and pop in yeah. people's bodies. So it just gets like real dark and twisted. And um, I think that's the route I would take okay. with a, a, a horror movie inspired by serial mascots. I mean, there's also oh like God. the Tricks Bunny. Well, how about I mean, okay. there's so much? All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. How about a 
Frosted Flakes inspired, <laughs> uh, like think of Cujo but with a tiger instead of a dog, uh-huh. and it's maybe it's even about the tiger that eats Siegfried and Roy. And the last oh. scene in the movie is after he devours uh, Siegfried and Roy. He just looks at the camera and throws out a "They're great!" Dang. Roll credits. Wow, <laughs> you did think of this. Don't act like you. Uh... Uh, who? What else? You could do uh, like a. Maybe a remake of The Birds, where the birds are led by Toucan Sam. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think we exhausted that one real quick. <laughs> you know, the, the thought was real good in my head. Um, and as we discussed it, yeah. Uh, well, let's move on. <laughs> so did you, did, you, did you bother to do a scare they now for this movie? I did, Frank. I did. Um, so... I wanted to discuss Warwick Davis. So you mentioned him already. He's the actor that plays the Leprechaun, was in a bunch of movies prior to this. He is also known for Harry Potter. So he plays a professor from uh, the Ravenclaw house. And his character is Phileas Flitwick. Uh, so he's actually been doing a lot of movies. Um, yeah. Since no, I remember. See, I specifically, I like, I, I, when I looked him up online after this movie, um, I recognized him right away because uh, Lauren, I got Lauren all of the Blu-rays of the Harry Potter movies for Christmas. Okay. So I just watched them. Um, yeah. It's a lot to God, catch up. On. I gotta imagine that everybody that was in those movies made so much money. I mean, they're on TBS every weekend. Yeah. Like, they yeah. did amazing in the box office. So good for him. I know. So um, that is that is our take yeah. on Leprechaun. I guess the last thing we always do. I, no. Is it scary? No. And you need to ask, <laughs> Double ask me the question. No, no. Run. Get out of there. Yeah. Do not do it. No. I mean, scary? Absolutely not. Do I recommend it? No. I mean, if you're going <laughs> to watch a movie that you just want to make fun of and laugh at, there are far better ones I could think of uh-huh. to do that to yeah. over this one. This is just, this was honestly a chore. Yeah. This is a chore to get through. Yeah. And talking about it with you and ripping on it's great, but actually sitting through this, Frank, oh, no. Wow. No. Scathing review This is the Joe. worst. Yeah. I try to find something redeeming in these movies. But man. Oh, come on. There was a lesson about, you know, greed. I and... don't need no lessons. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. yeah th- thanks for you? tuning in, everybody. Wait, oh. wait, wait, what about you? So, oh. do you think, is this movie scary, Frank? And no, would you it wasn't. It? I mean, if you're like seven, this movie is terrifying. Or maybe not seven, I don't know. Eight to ten, whenever I saw this movie, scared the hell out of me. Yeah. Uh, if you're a grown adult, this movie is so, so. It again, it like, it is. The way the characters interact, the lesson of the story, the plot in general is like a children's movie, like a children's story, a leprechaun and gold. But these very like R-rated things happen all over the place. People are getting killed. There's blood all over the place. Like children can't watch this movie. If they do, they're scarred for decades. Will you show this to your son? Uh, No. Uh, (laughs) I will then. (laughs) Listen, one of the things I've realized as a father is is you're, you don't, you want to try not to pass your like irrational fears and anxieties onto your son. So the last thing I'm ever going to (laughs) do is encourage him to watch this movie. But I don't have these rules as the horror podcast co-host i don't have to be bound by any of that so oh <laughs> frankie's of age oh. <laughs> hey let's watch leprechaun yeah. oh i have to make sure to get a different babysitter i guess <laughs> all right folks well yeah. thanks for listening yeah. next week or next time we're going to do nightmare on elm street yeah or possibly <laughs> a state specific power tool massacre of sorts 
maybe maybe watch that one. Um, but yeah, definitely watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, find us on Instagram. I, I imagine at least some of you are hearing us for the first time because you found us on social media. Um, also, another thing, yeah. rate and review the pod on iTunes or Spotify or, or whatever you listen to us on. Yeah. Uh, get, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Good, bad, otherwise we don't care. The more people that review the I mean, show... Don't rate us badly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, leave, leave us five-star reviews. Um, no, but uh, thanks for checking us out. This is your first time, or if you're a continued listener, we love you and appreciate you yeah. for uh, going on this yeah. journey with us. Yeah, thanks for sticking it out with us. Yeah, cheers, and happy St. Patty's. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Is that me gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, my dear. Here, this is what you're looking for, right? Ah. Me powers are returning. <laughs>